Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project and our little side note here into apologetics. My name is John Bushnell and for the few of you that are listening, I am getting ready to go on to a summer summer break from this, if you will. I want to finish up maps and then we'll take that break. But want to get back to maps and understanding what, how we can trust the reliability of the Bible, the scriptures, of the Old and New Testament Bible. And, and so let's get back to that. We were talking about the manuscripts and a couple of things about the manuscripts that we didn't get into is the other parts of testing a manuscript is the eyewitness or the ease they use in manuscript studies, the eyewitness test. So it's to find out how many, the person writing, were they an eyewitness? Were they, did they, or did they, get an eyewitness account or not and that's a that's a pretty big deal so when we look at for instance the old testament and what we're looking at right now moses was definitely an eyewitness um gave an eyewitness account of everything that happened happened in egypt as between he and pharaoh and and the parting of the red sea and the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness right so he's an eyewitness to that but as we discussed earlier they did a pretty good job of passing down their records, their genealogies, and the stories. And so it is. he would have had a lot of records to go over as he, as he wrote the other, as he wrote Genesis. And, dealing, and so we see that in these 11 different uh, genealogies or Genesis that we get from the... From Adam to right now, looking at Isaac, and and then we'll get to Jacob. So that's some pretty good eyewitness accounts. In the New Testament, you've got a lot of good um, eyewitnesses. The disciples were eyewitnesses to everything Jesus did. Peter would talk about that that he was um, that he was an eyewitness, and to be careful of those who. Um, who have cleverly invented stories. So they're even talking about people that are pretending to be eyewitnesses that maybe weren't or creating their own stories around this this guy, Jesus. He said, be careful to follow the eyewitness credible accounts. And so they're even dealing with the reality that people are making things up as they are writing the eyewitness accounts. And Luke, Luke, who is a physician, and he gathered eyewitness testimony and, according to Luke 1, 1 through 3, carefully investigated everything. And he does have a pretty good historical account. And it's a lot of his accounts that give us a lot of the ideas of can we prove this with archaeology, which we'll get into in just a second, <clears throat> which, is the, which is the A of maps. So M is manuscript, A is, is archaeology. I just want to finish up with the other part of, of of looking at the manuscript would be the outside or external evidence. What external writings, what external other things that we can verify from those times would back up your story or your manuscript, if you will. And, um, and so a lot of the historical reliability of the historical events the geographical locations and 
cultural consistencies and things like that of biblical uh, te- texts are easy for us to back up, um, unlike writings from other religious religions, which make no historical references or which fabricate some history in many people's opinions because they don't have the external evidences to back up some of their stories. And so the Bible is not only the inspired word of God, right? It's also a history book and the historical part of it has been proven time and time again as we looked at other other people who wrote. For instance, Josephus, who is Jewish, who is a Jewish historian. Everything that he writes, and he even writes about Jesus, and he even seems to really think Jesus may in fact be the Messiah. According to his writings, you can interpret it that way. I do anyways. Um, you have the Roman Tactitus, who was writing around 120 AD. And then you have Su- Su- Suetonics around 110, and even the governor, uh, Roman governor, um, um, Secutus, I'm always re- forgetting his name, Secutus, uh, who was also around 100 to 110. They make direct references to Jesus, and, um, and they are basically backing up each other's historical accounts of things, which back up the New Testament references. So that, those are external uh, evidence, and there's a lot more of them than just those few. But those are three pretty significant, um, or four actually, pretty significant people that are looked at as historically accurate. Their their writings are historical, not fabrications, not made-up stories, things like that. All right, so let's get on to archaeology, which I've already kind of brought up. So in maps, manuscript, archaeology, prophecy, and statistics. And so the A is for archaeology. Now, there's been a lot of archaeological digs around the world, especially in the Mediterranean region. And some of them have been specific to try to prove the Bible wrong. And some of them have just happened across things that, in fact, proved, oh, this is in the Bible. This is, in fact, uh, what the Bible said about this region or this lines up with the story that we see in the Bible. But there is one particular guy who was a biblical skeptic, Sir William Ramsey, and he went out to prove Luke and Acts wrong because Luke was very detailed. He talked about crossroads. He talked about very historical things or, or, or landmarks, if you will, that, well, if this is true, then we should be able to find this crossroad or this part of this town or this city. And so he set out to prove it and was very discouraged because everywhere he found something, all of his archaeology turned out to uh, back up what Luke had written. And he would actually end up becoming, Sir William Ramsey would actually become converted as he looked at the historical statements of Luke that his archaeology was proven to be accurate. How about that? So... Archaeology over twenty. I want. It's, I know it's over twenty thousand. I can't remember if it's over twenty one thousand, but somewhere in that neighborhood, over twenty thousand archaeological digs, and every one of them that found something that lined up to or could be compared to scripture, every one of them backed up what the scripture said. Not one didn't. And you have other interesting things. For instance, many people thought that in the Book of Daniel. 
that there is that it had made a mistake, that there is no evidence of a king named Belshazzar, uh, who Daniel says ruled in Babylon. Well, it turns out that after some archaeological research, it confirmed that the reigning monarch, Nabonidus, appointed Belshazzar as his co-regent while he was away from Babylon. Oh, so there you have it, Belshazzar being one of the rulers of of the time. So Daniel was actually accurate. So that's a part of what archaeology does. And archaeology has backed up everything that Scripture has said. There's been no archaeological find that is, contradicts what the Bible is saying. So that's the the A. So the finish up the manuscripts and, the, and then the A of maps. We'll continue on. Hope you guys are having a great day. Remember, this is just to help us realize how amazing the Bible is and how we do need to pass this on and we need to be reading it ourselves and getting others to read it. Read the whole thing. <laughs> read the whole thing, the whole, uh, all of God's Word, all right? All right, God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.